from Newfoundland and Labrador, Canada. You are listening to Global Frequencies, Diverse Province, Diverse Voices. This program is presented by the Association for New Canadians and CHMR 93.5 FM with funding from the Community Radio Fund of Canada. This program is available on Spotify, Apple Podcast, Google Podcast, and more. Welcome to episode 12 of Global Frequencies. My name is Nabila Qureshi, and today we have four segments lined up for you. First up, Barb Walsh, who is the manager of Wrap and Settlement Services at the ANC, converses with Ken Reed, who is the program development specialist, to talk a little bit about a new project called the ANC Connect. After that, Zynova has an amusing conversation with Bill Boo about the music of Rwanda, followed up by Sanchita Chakraborty, ANC Diversity Training Officer, summarizes some types of experiences and or difficulties newcomers to Canada may encounter under the ANC standard concept of integration. And finally, Amparo Montoya from Colombia and I chat about her cute and insightful story about making her way from Cali in Colombia to St. John's, Newfoundland. Program Development Specialist at the ANC, Ken Reed, chats with Barb Walsh, who is the manager of RAP and Settlement Services, about an upcoming program called the ANC Connect. Now, a little bit about Ken, which he will mention. He's a social worker by trade. And the ANC Connect, in Ken's words, offers single-session individualized counseling sessions to anyone who identifies as a new Canadian. Ken tells us more about this. Thank you so much, Nabila, for that. Welcome to uh, Barb Settlement Corner. I'm here today with Ken Reed, our guest. Ken is uh, heading up the project management at ANC of a program called ANC Connect. Hello, Ken. Welcome. Hi, Barb. Thanks for having me. Not, it's my pleasure, actually. Um, so, Ken, tell us a bit about yourself. Hi, Barb. My name is Ken Reed, and I am the Program Development Specialist for ANC Connect, a project by, of course, the Association of New Canadians. I'm a social worker by trade. I have my MSW, and I graduated from one in 2015 with my MSW. That's quite an accomplishment, I must say. Thank you. So, tell me, Ken, tell me a bit about this uh, project. It sounds so interesting. It is. It's uh, it's a program that is kind of on the cutting edge in our province currently. So ANC Connect is developed to offer single session individualized counseling sessions to anybody who identifies as a new Canadian. So uh, we plan to offer the service to uh, immigrants, migrants, Any, basically anybody who identifies themselves as a as a new Canadian. Um, so not only is it going to be uh, people associated with the association, of course, but we're also going to open it up to, uh, say, students from Memorial University, anybody who's here on economic employment programs, that kind of thing. Now, the the thing about the program that makes it a little bit different than most of the programs that are being offered out there currently is, of course, it's going to have that uh, cross-cultural lens 
offer to it that uh, a lot of programs don't have. But the other thing is we're going to be offering uh, counseling through uh, online and telephone modalities. Wow, that's amazing. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and the, the goal of doing it that way is to, again, open it up to as many people as possible and hopefully be able to offer a, a seamless surf- service to people who not only are not comfortable but cannot access uh, services in the traditional form. So, for example, I see the services good for anybody who doesn't necessarily like coming into an office or feels uncomfortable in that kind of situation. Now they can sit in the comfort of their own homes and talk to a qualified counselor about whatever issue they're facing. I see it being really good for uh, younger people as well who are very comfortable with with those kind of uh, modalities, you know, the, the online modality. And yeah, it'll just open it up to so many people. And it doesn't matter where you're living in the in the province. We can we can help you. Wow, that sounds actually uh, really amazing. So this is going to be extended to international students, um, you know, people who are refugee claimants, um, so forth. So it's 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 you've opened it up. So you know, this is really good. So what sort of counseling do you think that people are going to be calling in? Um, about or what kind of help do you think that they might need? Yeah, so because this is really focused on single session, individualized counseling sessions, um, we're going to open it up to a wide gamut of uh, of issues that people are facing. But the, the counseling sessions are going to be very, uh, we call it brief solution focused. So basically somebody comes in with a presenting problem, they identify the problem, and they work on that problem in that session. Now, just because it's single session doesn't mean that the person can only have one session. Oh, that's they what, can yeah, have, I was They can have that. multiple sessions. Oh, that's good. <laughs> it's just that every time they come into the session, they identify the problem that they want to work on, and our counselors, including myself, um, will help them identify solutions to, to the problem, help them identify their, the strengths that they already have and, and exceptions to identify the, these solutions. Uh, yeah, so, so somebody can come in as often as they want. Now, because the, the sessions are set up like that, we won't be handling things like, you know, suicide, crisis, crisis intervention issues. Those kind of issues need more long-term focus. Definitely. Uh, need more than what we would be able to offer the person in an hour. But, yeah, we, we will be able to run uh, these sessions and, and help a wide gamut of, of issues. So um, I know that you mentioned that it's not just a one-time session that somebody can call several times. Is there a cap on that? Like, is it a maximum of 10 or is it as you see fit? Like maybe after five sessions, they might need a referral to, you know, another organization that Mm -hmm. can better help them, especially if it has deeper issues, mental health, all that stuff. Yeah. So a good question. So when it comes to how many sessions a person needs or how many sessions a person wants, it'll be up to them, really. Right now, and again, can keep in mind that we're still in the in the development stage we we've developed it we plan on rolling it out this this spring um but you know the as with any program it can grow and develop as as we do as we as we implement it right now we're not offering we're saying there's there's going to be no cap for people with regards to referrals to other services i mean that could happen if a person needs that that could happen in the in the first session it can happen in the in the third session it's really going to be client person focused what we do depends on what the the person who's seeing us the the, the user wants us wants us to do and what what they need 
Okay, now, thank you, Ken. Now, is there, um, is it going to be half an hour sessions or the hour-long sessions? Mm -hmm. So, again, that's up to the person. Right now, you, I mean, tr typical brief solution-focused kind, kind of, uh, I, I don't know, it, it kind of defaults to either half hour or an hour. But it really depends. The person engages and the person uh, disengages as, as they see fit. I'm right now. I, I think we're we're going to be looking at roughly an hour, but again, that depends on the person. Some people will progress through all the stages of session, and you know you can you can do that in as little as fifteen minutes. Other people want, will want the hour. I mean, if people need more than that, they can always come back for another session. Definitely, you know, I'm I'm pretty excited at seeing this rollout um, because you know, especially with the pandemic and what we've been through, and, and recently uh, jumping up to level five. Of course, now we're down to a level two. But those people that cannot go out of their homes mm -hmm. to get the counseling, it could also be you know whether it, they're not able to go out, whether they don't have the means to go out, and to be able to pick up the telephone and call and get that help that you need um, is actually an, an amazing thing. Um, so so basically. Uh, this is going to roll out in spring. Um, would that be late spring? I'm, I'm thinking now it's probably late spring. Or Well, right now we're at the beginning of spring, and um, we're, uh, yeah, absolutely. Uh, the original plan was for it to roll out early spring, but uh, because of COVID and the provincial election, uh, we've been forced to reevaluate our, our timetable. Um, we're really on the precipice of, of this rolling out. So whether it rolls out within the, you know, sooner as opposed to later, uh, it's, it, it, it'll depend on a lot of factors. But right now we're, we're, we're ready to go. I know we have a lot of uh, stakeholder organizations and people who have already heard about this kind of biting at the bit. So the sooner, in my opinion, the sooner we can roll this out, the, the, the better. Perfect. And how long is this program um, scheduled to run for? Is it going to be ongoing or is it for a year, a trial or? We're hoping that this will be become a part of the services that ANC will operate in perpetuity. That would be amazing. You know, managing the settlement team myself, I see the newcomers that arrive and some of them really do need this sort of support. Mm -hmm. A lot of them cannot leave their homes, whether it's because they have young children or babies. And, you know, we've heard on the news and even globally about what's happening with people as they're staying at home. So we see a rise in domestic violence. We see a rise in depression in children because of school and stuff like that. So this program is going to be offered 18 over or what is the age that it starts at? We haven't really, we haven't had much of a discussion on, on age limits. Um, right now, again, it's anybody who identifies themselves as, as an immigrant, as a, as a person experiencing the refugee life. So right now we haven't had any discussion around age limits. I imagine most of the services that, that we offer uh, will kind of gear towards adults, but I think the program should be flexible and we should be open it up to really any any age if 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 need be that sounds wonderful because um yeah as, as i mentioned before you know what's happening and uh with the covid and mm -hmm. uh, alert levels and all of this stuff and so i think it's very important uh for people no matter regardless of your age if you need uh counseling you need by phone then this is the way to go about it definitely Absol absolutely and i i think a lot of that will depend on of course resources and available resources right now it's a it's a new program 
I am. Um, I'm a firm believer if, if, kind of if you build it and it's quality, people will come, people will use it. Yes. So that's what I'm really focused on now. I think that if the need exists for us, if, say if we have a cap 18 years or older, but the need is there, we'll look at uh, doing, it, doing it younger and we'll, we'll, we'll see what we can do with the, with the resources we have. Definitely. So um, uh, now with these clients, because um, we offer so many services here at the Association for New Canadians, you know, we've got language school, we've got settlement counselors, we've got youth counselors. Will there be referrals made, uh, if necessary, to uh, other departments within ANC? Yeah, well, one of the goals that I had when I developed ANC Connect is to make this a seamless process for, for everybody. One of the strengths of ANC Connect is that we will be offering it under the umbrella of the Association for New Canadians. It's not like you have to go outside the agency in order to access the service. So because of that, we will have ties with all aspects, every department with, within the association. Within the association. And I had to focus a lot in developing the program on uh, talking to uh, interagency stakeholders um, and, and letting them know about the program. So yeah, there will be referrals back and forth um, and there will be a lot of coordination all in the effort of again offering uh, the the uh, offering the people that we're servicing though a, a seamless service. So tell me, if I'm a month due to international and I wanted to be a part of this program, how can they get in touch with you? How can they avail of this program? When we roll out the program, the goal is for us to have a central telephone number that people can call in to access. You go through an, an intake process. It's very non-threatening, very easy process for people to go through. Basically, all you do is um, identify yourself, uh, what m what method you want uh, one of our counselors to contact you through, whether it be telephone or online. It's going to be as anonymous as we can make it. So while we take identifying information, it's up to you just how much you share. And um, so that that's the way we will roll it out. Right now, we're looking at just people calling into, into the association, and then they will be transferred to the appropriate people. I'm so excited about this. I think it's a well-needed program overdue, so I am so happy that you're heading this up. You obviously are the right person, the personality, your charm, it <laughs> goes a long way. I have a, when I was first approached to do this, I, I actually told um, the, the, the person who was doing the hiring process that even if I wasn't uh, chosen to do this, I still want to be involved. I'd volunteer my time for it. That's how passionate I was about it. I think that the program is very much needed. Uh, I can see the, the value of the program. So it, it ha very much has been, not only has it been a, a, an employment opportunity for me, but it's been a, a passion of mine doing this. I'm, I'm very passionate about it and I want it to, to roll out right and be a quality program that we, that we do offer. Yeah, I have a feeling that uh, this is going to turn into a permanent program, and then we're going to have you to thank for um, <laughs> heading this up and putting this all together. Um, so I want to thank you so much, Ken, uh, for being here today, Barb Settlement Corner, of course, um, sharing the information that is ANC Connect, and I'm here with Ken Reed. Um, this should be available uh, sometime uh, late spring. Uh, this will be rolled out, and you can also uh, find information on on the website ancnl.ca and if you cannot find this information just give the main number a call uh, which you can find on our website and we will direct you to Ken Reed the the person heading up ANC Connect thank you Ken thank you for having me 
I met Bilbu approximately three years ago and I was simply fascinated by his enthusiasm for acquiring knowledge but I think most importantly his passion for music. Now for anyone who knows Bill they would definitely attest to his singing and rapping skills and we have Zynova conversing with him today about music itself but more specifically about the music of Rwanda and through this conversation not only will you get to know a little bit more about the melody that reverberates in the country but also about some cultural context which will include some insightful and in-depth conversation about certain types of instruments now before that let's listen to a short teaser for one of the tracks that bill is sharing with sai here today Attention all musicians, bands, associations, clubs, and organizations that represent collective styles of music across Canada. Now is the time to rebuild our collective music nation. Genres like hip-hop, R&B, jazz, soul, reggae, gospel, and more united. The Collective Music Nation is a non-profit organization committed to the development of collective music. Free memberships are available now. Collective Music Nation. One voice. Strength in unity. Individuals who experienced sexual misconduct as a member of the Canadian Armed Forces or as an employee of the Department of National Defence and or staff of the non-public funds Canadian Forces may qualify for financial compensation and participate in a restorative engagement program. Claims for financial compensation and the restorative engagement program must be filed by November 24, 2021. File a claim. Participate in restorative engagement. Be heard. File a claim at caf-dndsexualmisconductclassaction.ca. You are listening to Global Frequencies. Diverse problems, diverse voices. If you are not aware of it, well, now you will be. Zynova, who is in conversation with Bill Boo about the music of Rwanda, has his own channel on Spotify. And you can search him up by simply typing Zai, that's Z-A-Y, and his last name is Nova, N-O-V-A. And have a look through some of the songs that he's uploaded. My personal favorite right now is called Locked In All Night Long. Now, Zai himself would perhaps never promote himself. So we here at Global Frequencies would love to bring Zai onto the musical stage and what other way to do that than to get two musicians in the same room, Zainova and Bilbu, who will talk about the music of Rwanda. Now, both these individuals are passionate about music, and you will definitely hear that in the conversation right now. Welcome back to the Global Frequencies. Have you ever heard the name of instrument Igoma and Ingiri? If you have not, those are instruments that is mostly played in Rwanda. So, today I will introduce you Bilbo from Rwanda and he will share with us the tunes that resonate to people in Rwanda. 
Bilbo, how are you doing? Today I'm fine. I'm fine. I'm doing really well. Thank you, God. Yeah. Tell us about yourself, my friend. Uh, yeah, my name is uh, Bilbo, as you said, from Rwanda. I really experienced the moment where I loved music when I grew up. I didn't have that uh, thought of music, but uh, when I went in into it, learning about how someone could make uh, a living depending on music, and uh, that's when I realized that there is inanga, iningiri, and uh, I had to run how to play them. Igoma and iningiri, that's how to pronounce it, right? Yeah, ingoma and iningiri. Ingoma and iningiri. Tell us about those instruments and how they are played. So let's start with ingoma. Uh, ingoma, it's like uh, it's uh, it's drums which uh, are being played as as musical instruments. So we usually in late 90s or even before that. Uh, they use ingoma. They just uh, use the 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 cow's skin i think you know the cow skin or yeah. any kind of animal skin that will be able to be covered on the either the timber ones or the the metal or jerrycans anything you can use just to provide a voice so yeah. n- now it's still common to play it there in rwanda right yeah that's the common ways that they play instruments if it comes to drum that's in goma actually okay so mm. folks let's listen to a little bit the sound of the goma And now let's talk about inigiri. Uh inigiri that's another uh, another way of saying uh guitar is almost like a guitar but uh, inigiri is the old fashioned instruments that Rwandan used to provide guitar voices through inigiri. So, I'm curious about this. Let's play a little bit uh, the sound of inigiri. Here we go. Now we go to the music of Rwanda. What is the name of the genre of music in Rwanda? Uh, so the, there is uh, so many, many, many kinds of uh, of songs in Rwanda. Uh, so there is a number one music which is traditional music of Rwanda. Those traditional songs that you listen to, they were made uh, by old old people who who have already died and uh, left the legacy into the Rwandan music. Uh, if it comes to Kamariza, uh, Sinakwanze, that was made in, uh, in 1987. That's when the song was produced. And uh, she died after that, but her songs will always live forever. Even the new generations will always listen to the songs. Okay. Of Marisa. What's the name? The specific name of the genre? Uh the names of uh, Rwandan music yeah. is uh, Inyarwanda. Inyarwanda. Those uh, is the name of music in Rwanda as a general names. Inyarwanda. So Very now cool. pick one tune that is like an anthem to people of Rwanda. What is the name of the song? There's a song I sent you, Kamariza song. Oh, Masamba Intore. Uh, yes, Masamba Intore. Even if it's an old song, the 
people been listening to i think there is no any rwandan person who does not know the song because uh that song was really like anthem to everybody who listens in rwanda oh masamba intore urugo ruhire so uh, tell us the story behind the song so this man been asked why did you make this song what is the inspiration behind the song and uh, whenever he was uh, in studios trying to explain what happens the interviews he said that uh, he really loved a woman of his dream and all he wanted to do is uh, to marry that woman years later it comes out that uh, he was not able to marry the woman because the woman had another man behind without him knowing it yeah so he was really surprised to to know that this woman that he really loved is going to be married to another man and uh, he decided to to write a song for her just telling her you have a beautiful family make a beautiful children with your husband stay safe uh, i loved you but uh, then this is the time to say that uh, you should move on and uh, i can move on too so he was really wishing them to have a beautiful life with the husband she chose to be with so urugo ruhire means it means have a beautiful family yeah i wish you a beautiful family a beautiful home uh, he's still falling in love with that woman but uh, okay now now it's time to move on i'm happy for you you have beautiful family with him that's uh, yeah okay so that's right i'm curious let's uh, everybody uh, let's play this song rugo ruhire All right, Bilbo. Now let's go to your favorite song, the song that moves you and has a deep meaning to you. What the that song will be? The song that really have a meaning to me and this generation we are in right now. The song that I can say I love is All Night by Medi from Rwanda. From Rwanda, who who's Medi? Medi is uh, a new generation R&B singer. Uh, he been doing music since 2009, and uh, he's still doing this at this moment. So he's a huge star there in Rwanda at the moment. Yeah, he's uh, like a biggest star in Rwanda for this moment. And uh, he won some awards as well. Uh, he won Guma Guma, and uh, he won so many awards that I even. Some of them are just uh, local, local awards. What's Guma Guma? So Guma Guma is the. It's like a game where they put uh, all the artists to compete for the number one, oh, number one, like Billboard chart, something like that. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So it's uh, for the Pyramus. Uh, Pyramus is a. Uh, it's like a kind of beer. Okay. Is a beer that made in Africa, Rwanda, and they just promote musicians through their program called Guma Guma. Pyramus Guma Guma. Okay. Guma Guma. Yeah. So 
Medi All Night. Folks, let's listen to this song. Give me love, give me love now. Turn the light down low. One for me, one for me. You look beautiful tonight. Yeah, yeah. Give me one more tequila, baby. It's beautiful. No wonder you like him. So you sent me the song called Sinakwanze by Kamaliza. What song is that? Sinakwanze Kamaliza, that's a song that... It was produced a long time ago. That's, we've been listening to that since I was really young. And I think she was just trying to to show his emotions to people and uh, just to show love, to live as one, even if uh, we can be in a hard situation. I see. So you have a deep meaning with this uh, song as well, right? Sinakwanze. Yeah, Sinakwanze. What does It's, that mean, uh, Sinakwanze? So Sinakwanze, that means that... Uh, I did not hate you. I don't hate you. Mm. I I still love you. That's the meaning of the uh, the the title. Okay, so uh, if I'm not mistaken, the the song behind that, the broken heart, but I don't hate you. It's let me just reference to people who've been in a relationship for a long time. Yeah. And then uh, maybe the woman got uh, serious issues with the family, and uh, they told her not to marry the the man that maybe she's loving. Uh, maybe the man did something wrong, or he's not rich enough to be with her. And uh, when this woman cut, when this woman cut uh, the relationship between them, the man think that you hate me now because you don't talk to me anymore. Mm. Uh, but uh, the woman is trying to sing to show the emotional to this guy. Say, I still love you. I don't hate you. I. I have something else that's stopping me to to continue this. I see. So it's, I think that's what we call it, mature. Yeah. Mature love. So it says forgive, forgive. I forgive you and I don't hate you. So yeah. Let's listen to this Tina Kwanze by Kamaliza. Bilbo, you introduced yeah. us to a little bit culture of Rwanda. Thank you very much for that, my friend. Yeah. I hope to see you soon and to hear your music and hear your your story in the sure. future. Sure. Thank you so much for the great moments. And uh, I think all the time, if I if I have a new song coming out, I have to share with people and show them that uh, I'm just working. Okay. Sure. All right. Uh, thank you very much, Bilbo. We'll see yep. you soon. That is Bilbo from Rwanda and Fine, Newfoundland and Labrador, his home. And I'm Zainova. Volunteering, it can begin with the simplest of gestures. A gift of time, energy, commitment. Something precious that grows stronger with every hand that touches it. And grows across communities and through the very fabric of our nation. And begins once again with the simplest of gestures. To Canada's six and a half million volunteers, thanks. A message from Volunteer Canada, the Government of Canada, and this station. 
Attention all musicians, bands, associations, clubs, and organizations that represent collective styles of music across Canada. Now is the time to rebuild our collective music nation. Genres like hip-hop, R&B, jazz, soul, reggae, gospel, and more united. The Collective Music Nation is a non-profit organization committed to the development of collective music. Free memberships are available now. Collective Music Nation. One voice. Strength in unity. Listen to Global Frequencies, a new program celebrating diversity in Newfoundland and Labrador, covering topics pertinent to the diversification of the province, multiculturalism, immigrant businesses, anti-racism, integration, economic growth, and more. Every second Wednesday, 7 p.m. on CHMR 93.5 FM and on Spotify, Apple Podcast, and Google Podcast. This program is presented by the Association for New Canadians and CHMR 93.5 FM with funding from Community Radio Fund of Canada, Atlantic Canada's Opportunities Agency, and the Office of Immigration and Multiculturalism. Global Frequencies. Diverse province, diverse voices. You are listening to Global Frequencies. Diverse province, diverse voices. ANC Diversity Training Officer Sanchita Chakraborty summarizes some types of experiences and or difficulties newcomers to Canada may encounter under the ANC standard concept or definition of integration. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Diversity Talk. I am Sanchita Chakraborty, Diversity Training Officer at the Association for New Canadians. You have likely heard about culture shock, but let's go deeper. These are the most important stages of integration for newly arrived Canadians. Life can be stressful. For newcomers to Canada, the stress can be much higher or overwhelming and lead to a greater anxiety or excitement. These stressors and excitement can be very different and unique based on people's age, socioeconomic status, level of academic and linguistic proficiency, and so on. Opinions and expressions also may differ based on the circumstances people come from. When an individual or a family arrives in a new country, such as Canada, they see, they visualize the dreams of what they will become. Immigration offers tremendous opportunity. At first, a new country can be seen through rose-colored glasses. This first stage of integration is known as the honeymoon stage. The honeymoon stage is characterized by a feeling of elation or admiration about the new culture. Especially in Canada, many things can be new and exciting. Be it the crisp, clean air, the varieties of cuisines and cultures, the freedom of choice and demand for dignity, the transparency in the justice system. A newcomer, newly arrived individual, family, falls in love with their new home until the next stage that gives a reality check. Here is where culture shock is felt. Newcomers have to deal with many unfamiliar issues in the new environment. Learning a new language, the different accents, adapting to a new culture, navigating housing, transportation, workplaces, schools, 
banks or other services may make it harder. This stage is called hostility or irritability. The rose-colored glasses have come off and real life takes hold. This is the phase where people miss home. Next comes the adjustment phase. Newcomers have learned more about the new country and it feels more like home. Every day's activities are easier to do and they know people and know where to find support and community. This phase is perhaps is the longest as there is no set timeline for integration into any country. It depends on one's personal experience. One may critically mention it as mental isolation. When newcomers have been away from family and friends, they may feel a deep sense of loneliness, isolation, and frustration. Many will not be reunited with their loved ones. Many other issues such as unemployment, language, financial worries make the situation complicated. Some stay in this stage longer than the others. After the struggle of all the previous stages and experience comes the last and most important stage, acceptance and integration. Newcomers feel more comfortable in and identify with the new country. They start enjoying elements of the new culture that they didn't before. This is the ultimate going, acceptance and integration. The goal is not to forget once both country, religion or long-held customs. The goal is for newcomers to become comfortable in the new culture so that they can meaningfully contribute and grow as a member of a diverse and inclusive society. A large portion of Canada's population growth is built on immigration and NL is a province where the population is rapidly diversifying. Our community is ever-growing and evolving. At the Association for New Canadians, we work to support newcomers in their integration to the province. Through the Diversity and Public Education Division, we support all initiatives to do with the province's growing cultural diversity to build cultural intelligence and support immigration. This is to help understand and support each other and build a better community for all of us. Our diversity training helps us to enhance our knowledge and education on how to embrace a multicultural society. If you want to know more about our presentation, please contact us at 722-0718 or email us at diversity at ancnl.ca. This is Sanchita Chakrabarti from the Association for New Canadians for today's Diversity Talk. Ramadan Mubarak, Shubho Pohela Boishak, Vaishakhe Ki Shubha Kamanai. Have a wonderful day. See you soon. Now, before we proceed towards the last segment called Immigrant Stories, I have a poem by Alfred Tennyson for you. It's called The Throstle, and hopefully it will invoke within a very summery feeling, I guess one that we are very much anticipating these days. Here it goes. Summer is coming, summer is coming. I know it, I know it, I know it. Light again, leaf again, life again, love again. Yes, my wild little poet. 
Sing the new year in under the blue. Last year you sang it as gladly. New, 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 new. Is it then so new that you should carol so madly? Love again, song again, nest again, young again. Never a prophet so crazy. And hardly a daisy as yet, little friend. See, there is hardly a daisy. Here again, here, 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 happy year. Oh, warble and chiden and biden. Summer is coming, it's coming, my dear. And all the winters are hidden. Attention all musicians, bands, associations, clubs, and organizations that represent collective styles of music across Canada. Now is the time to rebuild our collective music nation. Genres like hip-hop, R&B, jazz, soul, reggae, gospel, and more united. The Collective Music Nation is a non-profit organization committed to the development of collective music. Free memberships are available now. Collective Music Nation. One voice. Strength in unity. Individuals who experienced sexual misconduct as a member of the Canadian Armed Forces or as an employee of the Department of National Defence and or staff of the non-public funds Canadian Forces may qualify for financial compensation and participate in a restorative engagement program. Claims for financial compensation and the restorative engagement program must be filed by November 24, 2021. File a claim. Participate in restorative engagement. Be heard. File a claim at caf-dndsexualmisconductclassaction.ca. Listen to Global Frequencies, a new program celebrating diversity in Newfoundland and Labrador, covering topics pertinent to the diversification of the province, multiculturalism, immigrant businesses, anti-racism, integration, economic growth, and more every second Wednesday, 7 p.m. on CHMR 93.5 FM and on Spotify, Apple Podcast, and Google Podcast. This program is presented by the Association for New Canadians and CHMR 93.5 FM with funding from Community Radio Fund of Canada, Atlantic Canada's Opportunities Agency, and the Office of Immigration and Multiculturalism. Global Frequencies. Diverse province, diverse voices. You are listening to Global Frequencies. Diverse province, diverse voices. Amparo Montoya from Cali in Colombia. And I have a very pleasing, soothing conversation about her immigration or immigrant story coming all the way from Colombia, growing up with a very close-knit family where her sister played a very significant role in introducing or shaping the personality or one of many characteristics of Amparo prior to her, her move to Newfoundland after meeting the love of her life. This is my conversation with an individual who, when I asked how to best describe her profession, she reminded me that she leads her company called Corporate Dynamics as its executive director. Now she goes beyond that and she is much more than just her title. So why don't you find out and enjoy this chit chat that we have here for you today. So Amparo, please tell us more about yourself. Tell me about where you grew up 
and where are you from? I'm from Colombia in South America, original born in Cali, west of the country for the Pacific Ocean, really close. But my family moved to the capital. Cali is the capital of salsa in Colombia and start my university in a Catholic university. In the time I start my university, I'm really young, I'm really 17 and study bacteriologists, I don't know, here is a microbiologist sometimes, and decide to start my own business in Colombia and start my own company about quality control and food safety in the business in Colombia. This is my background. My young sister met with an amazing Canadian 20 years ago. My sister coming and back to Colombia from Canada, one day decide to move to Canada for Newfoundland. We never know where is this island. I know Canada is in the north, but I don't know what is this. And my sister moves here. And my story starts in Canada because my sister, my young sister. And um, my young sister is um, moved to Badwood in central Newfoundland. And one day they move here, but still visit our country. It's some special times with me again. And one day say, well, we like visit Bogota because we need move many things in Colombia because they move forever here. You mentioned that uh, for you, one of the best times of your life was when you were in school. So tell me about that time when you were in school. It's a traditional school in in, in Colombia. It's a nuns. It's a high school only for girls. And I started my high school in this school because we moved uh, for my, my mommy, like, you need to study in the nuns school. Say, okay, my mommy, because... Is, uh, you know, the values and they give us really good guide about the life and the values and it's, it's really important for, for my mommy say you need really good person, especially really good woman because the world is, is huge but you need good foundation. Before you moved to Canada, what impression did you have about this place? What did you think before you moved here that it would look like or feel like? I think we living in Colombia. Living in Colombia, we are really impressed about the many things around the world. But the first or reference is USA, not especially Canada. Well, because USA is the center of our lives in Colombia for many things and many reasons. But for me, my impression from Canada is a really big uh, country. My impression about the two countries, I especially like more Canadians from, than USA, but you know, it's, it's two different countries. And I think, wow, this country is so big and say, okay, this is a beautiful country because I love the, the landscapes. I love that in my country, the landscape for us, I love it. Wherever you go is beautiful. And here is the same, say, oh my God. But the difference here is the, the weather. <laughs> uh, this is my first impression. The time my sister start come here, say, oh, I love Canada. It's a beautiful place. It's a special, peaceful. It's, uh, the person is so nice person. So then I think you may have mentioned this, but how did you decide to move here? Why? At the time, my, my company go ahead and my life go ahead, uh, especially my, my sentimental life is, is so, so not really special. I think it's more workaholic person. 
And but my old my young sister Tatiana say, hmm, you need to change that. Say, mm, I don't know. And really worry about. And my sister is a plan master. She's a ha. Ampi needs something special, and he knows Daryl is the name my husband for many years. And the planning in, in her say start planning. Ooh, this person go together. How make this possible? And start the big plan. And the time they visit us, my sister say stay in your home. No problem. Come in my home, visit the the city and. And go with you guys to whatever you needed together, blah, blah, blah. And the time for seeing my dad the first time, say, what? <laughs> Handsome person. We start our relationship in Bogotá. And I remember when I came to your home some years ago, you had mentioned that Daryl also speaks Spanish. Ah, yeah. This is the key question. How we communicate because... My brother-in-law speaks Spanish and English. My sister speaks Spanish and English, and my English is so bad. But Daryl start practice Spanish uh, for after go to visit Colombia, maybe six months after, and really basic Spanish. But we have really good communication and start my my regular English and the basic Spanish and start speak Spanish. <laughs> And we try many things, but the the key for us, we are really enjoy the time together. And we start a relationship and this is the start. So when did you actually move here then? Here? Well, we start 2013 and we start um, made um, all application about the visa. Oh my God, nightmare. It's kind of one month have more working in, in the application, only for visitor visa. This is the time I'm start come here. So if you had to describe your life in Colombia before you moved here in three words, hmm. what would you... Beautiful, enjoying life. It's, I love it. I love living in Canada, in, in Colombia and now in Canada. But I think my life in Colombia is really amazing time. And what about here? Three words to describe your time here. Second beautiful chapter. Amazing chapter. This was such a... Such a beautiful journey and such a beautiful picture that you painted yeah. uh, for not just me, but I think for anyone listening in. And I think what you have really confirmed is that if you have companionship in your life at the right place, at the right time, and of course with the right person, then um, a lot of what you are seeking uh, turns out to be even more beautiful. So thank you so much for sharing your story, Amparo. I really uh, appreciate it. Thank you. Listen to Global Frequencies, a new program celebrating diversity in Newfoundland and Labrador, covering topics pertinent to the diversification of the province, multiculturalism, immigrant businesses, anti-racism, integration, economic growth, and more. Every second Wednesday, 7 p.m. on CHMR 93.5 FM and on Spotify, Apple Podcast, and Google Podcast. This program is presented by the Association for New Canadians and CHMR 93.5 FM with funding from Community Radio Fund of Canada, Atlantic Canada's Opportunities Agency, and the Office of Immigration and Multiculturalism. Global Frequencies. Diverse province, diverse voices. Volunteering. It can begin with the simplest of gestures. A gift of time, energy, 
commitment. Something precious that grows stronger with every hand that touches it and grows across communities and through the very fabric of our nation and begins once again with the simplest of gestures. To Canada's six and a half million volunteers, thanks. A message from Volunteer Canada, the Government of Canada, and this station. Attention all musicians, bands, associations, clubs, and organizations that represent collective styles of music across Canada. Now is the time to rebuild our collective music nation. Genres like hip-hop, R&B, jazz, soul, reggae, gospel, and more united. The Collective Music Nation is a non-profit organization committed to the development of collective music. Free memberships are available now. Collective Music Nation. One voice. Strength in unity. You are listening to Global Frequencies. Diverse problems, diverse voices. Once again, that's the end of yet another episode here on Global Frequencies. As always, if you are interested in sharing your story or just want to share some tips about types of stories that we can uh, record and present to you, then get in touch with us. Contact us via email at globalfrequencies at ANCNL or simply search for the Association for New Canadians on Google, find their contact information and get in touch with us. Until next time, episode 13, I'm your friend and host, Nabila Qureshi. Enjoy and have a lovely day. It's another one. For listening to Global Frequencies, Diverse Province, Diverse Voices. This program is presented by the Association for New Canadians and CHMR 93.5 FM with funding from the Community Radio Fund of Canada. The ANC is a non-profit community-based organization dedicated to the provision of settlement and integration services for immigrants in the province for over 40 years. CHMR-FM is an award-winning community radio station operating out of Memorial University. The station has been broadcasting a range of music, spoken word, and cultural programming since 1987. If you would like to touch base with us, email us at globalfrequencies at ancnl.ca.